woods can be a scary place. Dark shadows creeping in the moonlight. Unfamiliar sounds surrounding you. Stalking you. Is it a ghost? A werewolf? Or something more? Human. What would you do if you found yourself lost? In the strange woods? Join us as we discuss the paranormal, true crime, and anything in between. With your hosts, Jeremy. It's just a male butthole. Jonathan. And then eats them as a snack on Christmas. And Peter. Well, it's your lucky day because Krampus might pay you a visit. Welcome to the Strange Woods Podcast. So when was the last time at a grocery store either of you saw a fucking yellow banana? Or are they just all green now? Is that the world we live in? Oh, it's rainbow colors at my grocery store. It's it's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. It's just Crayola, like Crayola factory just made green bananas and that's it. <laughs> Everywhere I go. So if I want to like, if I got the hankering for like a banana pudding at 10 p.m., I cannot go to Walmart and get the ingredients to fucking make it because it's only green bananas at any point in time. <laughs> and But I seriously feel like when we were kids, you can go to a store and all the bananas were yellow. I don't recall that many fucking green bananas. I mean, am I misremembering or or what? No, I feel like back in the day you couldn't find a green banana. Well, it's funny because my my mama always insisted on eating green bananas. Like she preferred it green. Like if it was yellow, it was okay, but she preferred it a little on the green side. But if it started turning brown in any kind of way, it, she called it rotten. I've actually heard that the brown is quote unquote cancer fighting. I think it's really? the, supposedly supposedly that when it turns, there's something that changes in the banana that actually is good for you. I think, oh, banana. I think like there's health benefits. I think all parts of the banana, I think even like the skin of the banana has some health benefits. No, I'm not to eat. I think you're no. supposed to like rub it on your face or something. No, I feel like I saw something about somebody making a tea out of banana leaves or banana skins. Hmm. Ugh. I know that sounds awful. Yeah, that sounds pretty terrible. Yeah. Well, well brown, brown bananas are pretty good for like banana bread, though. Oh, they're great for banana bread. Um, though I think, man, I want to say if you're actually cooking bananas, like in a banana's foster or something, I think you want them a little underripe because otherwise they would kind of break down too much while you're cooking with them. I could be wrong about that. If someone wants to correct me, go ahead. But um, I won't believe you. I'm sitting here trying to think of what the what the hell it was we used to eat when we go to a Cuban restaurant where they plantains. plantains. Yeah, but there's well, there's a name for what they call them. But I mean, them little sons of bitches are delicious. Delicious. They yeah. are. Well, they're starchy raw, but if you cook them and then cook them with some sugar and all that jazz, um, they, yeah, they could be pretty good. Yeah, my wife loves those. I'm not really a huge fan of them. Yeah, they're great. Just like this episode, episode six of the Strange Woods podcast. This is our Christmas special. But first, we have a listener experience. Hey guys, friends, rodents, quadrupeds. My name is Rainy. I am, I'm a nurse. I work with Brandy in the emergency room. And there's just been like a couple of like downright spooky, kind of eerie, maybe unsettling kind of instances where, you know, Maybe I wouldn't say paranormal, but, you know, just something wasn't right, even if it was explainable, whatever. So the first time I vividly remember, 
um, I just started working in the emergency room and I was a baby nurse. I graduated in like May 2020. So this is probably like summer 2020. Um, but so in the emergency room that we work at, there's, um, you have like your main side where like the acute patients go and then you have these two big trauma rooms where like anything big, bad comes in, it goes in there. So I was a baby nurse sitting at the nurse's station by myself because I don't know if there was another code going on, something. Um, nobody else was there. So the monitor that we have starts freaking out. And it's one that you can like, you can see everybody's heart monitor, everybody's heart rhythm on if they're on the leads for whatever reason. And our trauma, like big trauma room starts freaking out and has a 15 beat run of VTAC. Like, I, and you know, as the only nurse or the nurses say, you just can't let the VTAC just go because, you know, if someone's in VTAC, they die. And so I was looking around trying to find like the charge nurse, the doctor, literally anybody that was more of a nurse than I was in that moment and nobody. So I freak out because, you know, there, this person is dying. I go in the trauma room and there's nobody in there. Um, I open, like, bust through the door, like, oh, I'm about to save this person's life single handedly, right? Um, I had never opened a crash cart in my life and nobody there. So I go out and one of the other nurses we work with looks at me. She's like, You you okay? Like, what's going on? And I was like, well, it, you know, I wasn't aware that there's no patient in trauma, but, you know, the leads picked up a 15-beat run of VTAC. And she's like, oh, that's just the ghost. They always dying in there. So I was like, well, I feel stupid now. And then one of our security guards comes, by, like, around the corner, and he's like, oh, like, clutches his chest, and he's like, oh, like, I scared him, and I was like, you, are you okay? He's like, oh, it's okay. I was dying in trauma, but, you know, I'm, I'm fine now. So, yeah. So, that was Ramey, one of our listeners and one of my wife's um, co-workers. She works in the ER with Brandy. And that's, that's weird because you're not supposed to have any kind of signal if there's nobody hooked up to the machine. Yeah, no, that's that that, <laughs> that is kind of weird. I think definitely if I was first starting in that career path and I heard, you know, electronic dying noises and just like, oh, that's a ghost, whatever. Like, man, what the fuck am I working at? <laughs> There's a few things that get me about it. Like she starts off so unsure about what she's about to say. Like if she's if she really experienced something or not. And I'd like I'm it you know, she listens to us, so I'd like to ask the question maybe if she ever can clarify or not, but the, there's a few things like she said in the leads. So, so the leads are the little uh, things that they put on your chest. That's what I was figuring. But like, I'm wondering, yeah. like, is it literally tied to a room? Like do the, like, I know the leads plug into a machine, obviously is that machine go to different rooms and does it signal in different rooms or is it literally just the room that's signaling? Um, I, I believe it's supposed to be the lead connecting to a person and then that goes to a machine and then that machine shows the results on her screen and her screen would show like all the different rooms, everybody who's hooked up to the leads. Yeah. So I'm guessing if the leads aren't hooked up to something that I'm, I'm assuming they're either dangling, not say dangling, but just simply 
not hooked up to anything or are just, you know, hanging I think, in storage. I think the leads are disposable. Um, they should so be the, disposable like on an AD. There, yeah, there shouldn't be any leads connected to the machine at all. I guess what I'm curious is if that machine goes to a different room, does that machine signal? Have they ever looked at it as like, hey, it's just maybe it's this weird glitch in a machine. Maybe it's like, I'm not trying to say there's something. I'm just trying to think of it outside the box. What could be doing this? Or if it's if it's some kind of stuck energy in that machine where somebody died on that machine or if it's somebody if somebody's repeating a death inside that room. Right. I, I would think more or less, you know, if, if it were a ghost, it, it would have to be some just, I guess, electrical energy or response somehow connecting the plugs or jacks on the machine to kind of give it the false sense that something's hooked up to it, perhaps. Right. I'm not sure. That's kind of what I'm thinking, because, I mean, if there's no signal, it should be just a flat line if it shows anything at all, I would think. Yeah, yeah. I mean... That's what I would think. So if you connected whatever an electrical circuit, it would just be a steady signal. You know, it wouldn't be some whatever freaking out signal or one that would be mimicking uh, a dying heart rate. Yeah, true. And that's the thing. It's an identifiable heart rate. It's not just noise, you know? Yeah, it's not just random. Like, this is a sound that a trained Very professional specific. knows what to listen for. Yeah. Well, I guess the other part of what I was thinking, I guess... I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. I guess that makes me curious or would like some clarity is this security guard. So when she came out the room and kind of startled him and then he said, I was dying in trauma. What, um, what did he mean by that? Like, if I had to guess, I think she means that he was messing with her, like teasing her for uh, thinking there was a ghost or something. Oh, Okay. That's how I took it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because I was wondering like if somebody like nearby shows signs of something going on with them, is that when these things happen or can it be any random night that it happens? Was it a full moon? See, that's, that's, (laughs) that's the details we need to know. Uh, More importantly, I, I initially misheard what she said. Um, so she talked about the room for acute patients and I thought she said cute patients. And I'm like, so if I went to the hospital, would I go in the cute patients room or not? You know, that's, that's what I'm worried about. Oh, I thought the same thing. Uh, Jonathan, you wouldn't go in the cute patients, but you know, I think there's hope for me. No, they, they hide me in closets, but I mean, you know. Yeah, from what I understand, it's acute side and the treat side. And Brandy has tried to explain that to me multiple times and I still don't know what she means. I'm thinking they're talking about the person that goes in there because they got a runny nose or the person that actually goes in there because they got a, a runny chest wound from a gunshot. No, I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think they're rating how attractive the patients are. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with that one. Do you sit in the hall if, you, if nobody can judge you? If you're, if you're unattractive, yeah, you just stay in the hall. They're you like, might get a wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not sure about this one. That's why ER waits are so long because you're just sitting there waiting for the cute room. Mm. <laughs> you're like, hey, this person's cute, but they, we don't have any cute rooms. Yeah, they actually, they, they take quick pictures while you're in triage and then they post it on Tinder and the, the swipe <laughs> determine if you go to the cute side or the not yeah. cute side. Yeah, they, they, so that's they, what they're doing on tri- in triage all the time. They post yeah. it up on rateme.com and uh, <laughs> you know, see what the general consensus is. So what room you get. Um, Speaking of cute patients, uh, we are approaching Christmas. 
Um, so children out there, if you're not cute, you may get beat with sticks. More on that later. <laughs> um, no, but it seems like Europe loves fucking scaring their kids. Um, it would seem uh, that way. Um, so yeah, we have a few things we're going to talk about. Uh, Jonathan, I don't know. I don't know if I shared the link with you or not. Uh, but there's a, a few just um, Christmas legends uh, me and Peter kind of wanted to discuss. I sent a link in the chat. Um, I thought I saw it. Um, yeah. It's up there towards the top. I see it. Uh, some of which are really popular. Uh, some of which I've not heard of previously, but I like their style. Yeah, and before we get into all this, take this with a grain of salt. We don't do proper research. We're, we're probably going to give misinformation. <laughs> what? Don't kill us. We don't research? My quick Google <laughs> are the answer to all of humanity. So if we get something wrong, just go with it. Yeah, let's be real here. These podcasts are just us learning about things. <laughs> yeah, we're learning together on, on, on a podcast. Yeah, we're learning together as friends do. But isn't that really what we're all wanting to do is kind of explore this all this different shit out there? Uh, yeah, basically. Hey, I, my kids listen, so my wife's already heard this warning, but just to throw that out there for anybody else, if you don't want to ruin Christmas for anybody that may or may not be subjectable to still believing in Santa, uh, this might not be the podcast for the kids. Wait, what are you talking about? I believe in Santa. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying not all of us do. I'm that asshole. You don't believe in Santa Claus? Only on Thursdays. Well, it's your lucky day because Krampus might pay you a visit. Yeah. If, if you don't believe in Santa, do you believe in his right-hand man, uh, Necht Ruprecht? Ruprecht. Is this dude a hobo with a stick? Most of them are. Okay, first <laughs> of all, you respect him and his stick. Um. <laughs> This picture looks like he's emptying a bag of potatoes all over the ground. Here you go, kid. It's cold. Okay. So I'm thinking that, that and this is, of, I think, German, German origin here. Um, and, and it means, I think, farmhand Rupert or something along those lines. And I don't know. It seems like there's a bunch of different legends on him. But at some point, um, St. Nicholas chose him, I guess, to, to hang out with him. According to some people. And... Uh, <laughs> According to some people. And I guess I'm thinking now he's kind of the the origin of why we tell our kids that you're going to get a lump of coal. Because apparently the kids that were uh, were kind of dicks, you know, <laughs> he gave them coal or put them inside a bag and hit them. I have a fun story around that, actually. Um, you, did your parents hit you with a stick on Christmas? <laughs> no. Um, so when we were kids, I was probably mid-high school and... I got up early and went to my brother's stocking, took his present out of his stocking and put some charcoal from the barbecue pit. And he cried his little eyes out. <laughs> That's glorious. I don't, I don't think I ever did that. Oh, you should, you should try it. It's fun. On the flip side, that guy, Rupert, which I'm not, that's not how you pronounce that, but he's got apples. And you know, so, so if you're good, <laughs> if you're a good little boy or little girl, um, he will share his bountiful harvest of nuts and fruits. Yeah, apples and nuts and all the goodies. It's like St. Patrick's Day Parade in Louisiana. If you've never been, you can get hit with carrots and cabbages and everything else. Yeah, so apparently he'd go to your house and, and pray with your kids. And if they, I guess, were good at praying, 
that that's when he'd hook him up, you know, with the good shit. If not, he'll uh he'll he'll beat you. Um, like tran- transformers and yeah, dinosaur toys and all that stuff. Um, if if they just weren't good at praying, but they prayed with him, then he'd be like, mm, you know, you're kind of mediocre. Here's some coal or a stick. Um, if they refused to pray with him, that's when he throw him in a bag and just beat the shit out of him. See that. That right there, kids. That's why you should always at least try. Always, always try at something. Because you may get hit with a stick. Like coal and sticks? Those are good things in Minecraft. No, seriously, the first thing I look for in Minecraft, I look for coal. Because yeah. I, I need... Well, I guess I don't need to. Sometimes you can just uh, make the little stove or whatever it's called. And just... You can turn the wooden logs in the in the charcoal. And you can make torches out of that. But I prefer to find coal. Yeah, same. So, I mean, really, coal and sticks are the better gifts, so just be really shitty at praying, I guess? Yeah, just <laughs> just try. Just try, and you will get something that's actually very valuable in life. But if you don't try, he's going to beat you with his bag of ashes, apparently. <laughs> oh, and sometimes he would leave a switch, for, and, and kids in the South at least know what a switch is, a uh, very fine stick that hurts like hell. I've and never he would he would leave them uh leave the parents a switch for them to beat them during the year. But here's the thing. Tear that ass up. Uh, yeah. But I always had to pick my own switch, you know? That's the thing. I like, go get a switch. And then that's a tough decision as a kid, because it's like, man, if I get a skinny one, it's gonna whip and hurt really hard. But if I get a thick one, it's gonna like fucking just be blunt and hurt. Like there's yeah. no winning when you have to pick a switch. I picked Jonathan's switch one time. It was a bamboo uh cane pole that I hit him over the back with. <laughs> I'm pretty what? sure you the left splinters in his man. back. <laughs> really? I'm yeah, sorry. I think his mom, his mom had to pick splinters out of his bag. It's, I think it's because he kept spraying you with the water hose. We'd always get in dumb little fights though. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I made fun of Jonathan's drawing once, so he, he, he punched me in the back and then I grabbed his arm and twisted around and pinned him up against the... Uh, I don't know, like the fridge or the counter or something. And his, his dad had to calm us down. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He, you're, it was some balloon strings that looked like strips of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that I criticized your work. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Rupert, where does he come from? Germany. Germany. That's mm-hmm. like one of our other guys we'll talk about. But sure I'm Germany? At, they all fucking, I, honestly. I'm pretty sure they're all like Germany or Austria. They're all from fucking Germany. Germany hates their kids. One of them's Iceland. Yeah, this, I was looking at this one from Iceland. Now, this crazy bitch right here. She. <laughs> Wait, what's her name? She's. Uh, uh, <laughs> Gryla. G R Y with a little squiggle above it. L A. Honestly, I can't, I can't even make fun. I'm not sure how it's said either. No, this whole episode is going to be me getting Jonathan to try to pronounce Icelandic names. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Iceland one day, Reykjavik. And, oh, I would love um, to go out there. No, seriously. Uh, sometimes I would just get on Google Earth Street View and just fucking go around Iceland and just look at the sights. I'm like, man, it is gorgeous out there. Oh, yeah. One of my coworkers did the thing where you can swim between the tectonic plates. What? That sounds terrifying. Yeah, you don't know. You, in, in Iceland, there's like the two tectonic, I think it's tectonic plates. That's where they meet up and you can swim between them. It's the clearest water on earth. You go, he went, they went snorkeling between them. But this Gryla, this, this bitch right here, 
she's not trying to just hit you with a stick or correct your ass. She keeps record of bad kids all year round and then eats them as a snack on Christmas. <laughs> Fuck your milk and cookies. I'm eating your kids. I mean, she, yeah, she's not a, I mean, she's like, uh, I don't know. I haven't eaten all year and you look a mighty tasty. He was an asshole anyway, so not much of a loss. Says she is a giantess that watches the behavior of children all year round with a repulsive appearance. I don't know. I think she's kind of cute. I think she'd go to the the cute emergency room. <laughs> Apparently she was in the God of War game. Because yes, I keep seeing that. She was. That didn't play the game. Yeah, so spoiler alert in case it's a spoiler. Because none of us have played it. Yeah, I never played it. I think it's pronounced Krila. Only you roll the R in a way that my uh, yeah, try Yankee, Yankee try tongue. It. Krila. There you go. I can't do it. I can't roll my R's. Um, now I'm too Yankee white. I'm Northern white. That's my problem. No, but apparently she was is also the the mother to like mountain dwelling monsters all throughout Iceland as well that just do mischievous pranks. Um, I wonder if it's the kid she eats. Maybe she. You know, poops those out to these monsters. They well, I'm looking at these pictures. It, I mean, none of these pictures. She's not getting prettier eating these things. She looks like a damn troll. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the big bitches, so I like Krila, <laughs> giantess. She apparently likes to make kids into stew. I mean, you. Why would you eat a kid raw? <laughs> I mean, of course you make a stew out of it. Well, I mean, I guess versus a snack, like. You know, lunchable versus a stew. I mean, you got to pick the stew every time. Boil them, mash them. Stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. No, apparently there's like a, a structure of when these fucking her little kids like go around and fuck shit up. Um, it's like for 13, 13 nights leading up to Christmas. Like the first one harasses sheep, <laughs> but he has stiff peg legs, so he has trouble doing it. <laughs> Another one hides in gullies and sneaks up on into the cow shed to steal milk. Um, another one, about different. Yeah, this is her, her different. Uh, her Yule lads is what they're called. Um, okay, yeah, she's a fun a, fact. An old there's an old poem about her that says she has 15 tails, and on each tail she has 100 balloons, and in each balloon is 20 children. It's a lot of kids. <laughs> like a spider. Fries for later. Kids for later. You had to say 100 balloons. Now I got that song stuck in my head. 99, 99 red, red balloons. Go. So read, reading about her troublemaking lads, I think puts into perspective like how just simple life was back then. So like the only thing these troublemakers do is basically steal food and steal milk and scare people. Like that's it. They weren't like stealing your iPad or breaking into your car. Like there's what else did they have to do? That's what I'm saying. Like you just, you ate and worked. That's all you did back then. And I mean, I think it's beautiful in its simplicity, but like, I don't know. You had nothing else to do, but I guess make up monsters running around. <laughs> you mean make up? These things exist. Remember how, maybe it was me and Hannah talking about this. Did I say that the, the fey folk are the ones that steal your spoons and your forks out of your, this son of a bitch right here. Ah, uh, shit. I had to pick this Which one. This one, Pervoriakik. Oh. The spoon yep. liquor. Oh, the spoon liquor. Spoon liquor. This dude goes around stealing unwashed spoons. Like No, and he licks them. because <laughs> Licks them clean. Salad fingers? I'm I'm going to theorize that's the, the, or, the origin story of salad fingers right here. <laughs> what is this thing called? 
Uh, dude, spoon liquor. Yeah. The, honestly, the first letter of its name is not like a normal. Wait a second. Letter that I'm used to seeing. I just realized all these people, like you said, they all come on a different day, and each one is just his own asshole, like you said. But like, none of them are actually that bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're not that bad. It's just, but then again, back then, I guess stealing food was probably pretty shitty. Like, if you don't have a lot of food and all you have in your life is just, what do you do? I wake up and I find new ways to get food. That's my life. And if something's stealing that from you, then that's pretty serious. True, true. Yeah. Oh, my favorite one is the window peeper. He's just a snoop, looks through the windows in search <laughs> of things to steal. He doesn't steal them. He just looks to see if you have anything to take. He goes tell his buddies. <laughs> I wasn't going to steal it. <laughs> yeah, just look into who had. So it's not going to release on the day that we're talking about, but here we go. Today is December 20th in real time. Oh, yes. Um, today would have been bung... But Jug but Jug he's the sausage swiper. <laughs> so you wake up in the morning, you're like, some nice eggs and bacon. Oh, why are we having bacon? Because that fucker stole the sausage. I, I'm guessing Byungnacraker. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> where where are you getting this list? I don't even see a list of these names. Do you know how to Wikipedia, Peter? Not Icelandic names. Oh, I was looking up where I can actually buy the figurines. It's on IcelandicStores.is. Oh. oh, I see that. Okay. See. Yeah, his name is, uh, his English translation is Sausage Swiper. So let, let me lay it out for you. So on the 20th, you got you got your sausages swipe. Then you got Jeremy's window peeper <laughs> on the 21st. Yeah. And then then here comes old this dude. He's like, oh, I just smell the doorknobs. Yeah, this is a fucking weirdo. The door sniffer. I'm not even try, touching that name because that letter is not even a real letter. <laughs> These are fantastic. <laughs> Steals meat. This dude's over here stealing meat too. The meat hook. So all they do is take food. They take food or they look for food to take. That's it. That one's a, a beggar. That one's a... And then you get your Icelandic Christmas cat. These little figurines are awesome. I kind of want to buy them. <laughs> the door sniffer. Honestly, I think that's part of the problem with living in America. Uh, not, I'm not bashing America, but it's like, we're not an old enough country to have this type of lore. You know what I yeah, mean? We don't have this kind of crazy shit. The skewer gobbler. Some kind of dairy product. He sneaks into pantries and eats all the skewer he can find. Sausage flavor. <laughs> Not the sausage. And honestly, they all look kind of like like gnomes almost in a picture I'm looking at. So yeah. Like, I was thinking that. In, in fact, they're they're oddly Santa looking. Mm, so don't trust old men, especially little ones. Oh, wait. Are these Santa's helpers? I don't know. Could be. I believe it was my brother-in-law. Their uh, elf on the shelf apparently put... Um, you know what? I'm not going to say that on the podcast. Never mind. <laughs> Cool story. Yeah. Oh, wait, why? Why? Because I was going to touch on Elf on a Shelf Theory. Well, I don't know how appropriate it is. I'll, I'll check with Brandy to see if I should include it. But um, their Elf on the Shelf apparently got into the kid's underwear drawer and put the girl's panties on the tree. And then they found him on a bookshelf with binoculars just watching and laughing. <laughs> so it kind of reminds me of this... Uh, this window watcher, window peeper. 
It is. I mean, it is creepy though. It's honestly a little weird to do that with your daughter's underpants, but. Well, I mean, they didn't do it. It was Dale from the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, does he only have a daughter or does he got a daughter and a son? Well, it's two daughters and a, and a boy. And uh, his diapers were on there, I believe. Well, see, everybody got. Okay. So, yeah. So it wasn't exclusive to the girl's panties. No, no, it's, no, no. It's just was, all, all the kids underwear. But that, that was the, uh, the, the creeper part of it. That was creepy. Yeah. That's December twenty. That's December twenty sixth after Christmas when the, the panty sniffer guy comes around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you can cut cut all that if you want. If it's not appropriate, I prefer when Elf on the Shelf just doing Jaeger bombs in the kitchen. <laughs> I wanted to set ours up with Macy's uh, Barbie dolls around it and a bunch of one dollar bills. Is she going to listen to this? No, I told Hannah to make him avoid this one, like the plague. Hmm. Uh, so now that I said I wanted to touch on Elf on a Shelf, um, I watched something that kind of blew my mind. So I follow this one TikToker. If I can figure out her name, I'll shout her out. The, uh, even though she'll probably never listen to our podcast, but (laughs) the concept of what she was saying kind of blew my mind. It's, um, her name's Piper CJ on TikTok. So, but she was talking about Elf on a Shelf. So, you know, on the box, it says, you know, a holiday tradition. But Elf on a Shelf magically just appeared in stores on, I can't remember when she said, 2015, 12 or 2015, maybe. It just randomly appeared. So, can't eat. The idea of it being a tradition is not really, it can't really be a tradition if it wasn't a thing beforehand. Like she said, she researched it and couldn't find where people before were doing it. Well, it's, uh, it's a new tradition. A new tradition. I'd uh, say it can be a tradition. Um, I mean, to me, a tradition is just something that you, you know, repeat on a whatever timely basis. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be an old tradition. Well, one of the things that she points out is on the website for the creator of Elf on a Shelf. The story, the author and stuff. Santa Claus, you mean? Yeah. So Santa Claus says that he experienced that the elf on the shelf is based on his experience with elves in when when they were younger. So basically it's like, are we trying to say that this person, the author of this, went on like a magical trip and or seen real fairies or something like? I mean, did you see the Santa Claus with Tim Allen? I mean, that was a documentary. Yeah, yeah. This is true. This is true. The nineties was full of great documentaries <laughs> on many subjects. <laughs> the best one of yet is uh, Jurassic Park. She was tying that back into <laughs> Jurassic Park. She was tying that back into uh, basically the Elf on a Shelf. Whether it's a uh, you know, if it was really the fairy people and the fae folk or whatever that basically said, hey, we'll give you whatever you want. You make us famous. We want to be in everybody's house. Huh. And that was how, you know, that was the trade off between the author becoming rich and famous and the elves getting their way or the fairies getting their way. But uh, I mean, could be. I think if you just swap fairies with like capitalist business owners, it is probably pretty close. True. True. That's probably true. But yeah, she said it, she t- tried to tie it into how it was, uh, you know, is it a topa or she said that topa was a single person thought form and a, some other word for where it's multiple people. And she was trying to tie it into where 
is that what Elf on a Shelf is, how we've given it power and things like that. But anyways. So we we didn't do Elf on a Shelf with my kid. Um, but one year we bought a book called Hug and Hide Olaf. And it was a little stuffed Olaf from Frozen. And it was a very similar concept where, you know, you hit Olaf and made him do funny things and and the kid would find it. And we we never did that either, but we had a book and a little <laughs> and a little Olaf. <laughs> I don't follow through with a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> well, at four o'clock in the morning, who wants to go hide the damn hole? That's true. I, that's the thing, man. I get so tired. Like my kid stays up later than I do most of the time. So how the fuck am I supposed to hide that shit? <laughs> All right. Well, let's get slightly more gruesome here. Um, but what I've learned about today and is now my current favorite is, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this one either. Per- <laughs> Perkta? Perch? Perked? I don't fucking know. But another German thing. Wait, I know who would know how to say it correctly. Jonathan. Jonathan. Oh, that's definitely perched. Perched. <laughs> like the fish. Perched. Perkacha. Perkacha. Mm. Like when you see an uh, owl uh, yeah, perched upon something. Yeah. Well, apparently it's a German verb for being hidden or covered. And. Honestly, I don't know anything about her other than if you're a dick kid, she'll fucking slice your belly open and <laughs> fill your guts full of rocks and grass. She'll basically turn you into a, a, a scarecrow is what it sounds like. It says she would leave a silver coin if you were good. And if not, slit their bellies open, remove their guts, stuff the hole with straw and pebbles. Nice. Like, why the fuck would you put rocks in somebody? <laughs> How weird shit are you into? <laughs> I mean, if it, I mean, look, there, we found at least what? There's 13 little weirdos or however many little weirdos. <laughs> and then there's five terrifying monsters of Christmas. This was definitely like a fucking bass tournament. They, she was filling them with rocks. That way the kids weighed the head. That's true. That's true. She was like, I fucking win. My kids weigh 500 pounds. That's true. I, I, I cut this. Like the kid's skinny. I'm telling you, he's fucking dense. He's heavy. But no, but uh, more importantly, um, she had several forms, one of which would have gone to the cute room at the hospital. Ooh. Yeah, she was either beautiful or haggard. I don't know. There's no in between there. And also, yeah, it's always visit homes throughout the 12 days of Christmas. So what I don't know is why is it like these 12 or 13 days leading up to Christmas? And because I'm not particularly religious, Hanukkah, how many, how many like days do they celebrate of Hanukkah? Um, honestly, I have no idea. Quick Google. Google. Hanukkah. 18th to the 26th. So that seems to be like eight days. Okay, I was just curious to know if it was also twelve or thirteen days because I'd be curious to know like what, like why all these old legends from various religions and locations always it's always like twelve or thirteen days leading up to Christmas. I wonder if some if it's something to do with like harvest. Could be. I don't know. Maybe back then twelve days was like some of some kind of significance. You know me, I like my TikTok, especially on my thirty minute lunch break. So there's been a lot of Christmas stuff. Um, I follow, you know, a bunch of random people, Norse people, pagan people, everybody. And so apparently there's a lot of things that Christmas is that's quote unquote more pagan than it is anything else. 
And I was thinking there was something, it is definitely something to do with the harvest uh, for the 13. I couldn't remember what I heard, but. Well, it seems like in Christian religions, those 12 days or the time, something to do with, oh man, like either between the birth and when the three wise men showed up or vice versa. So it's something to do with that time interval there. Well, I um, think like in the context of 12 days of Christmas, I think somebody told me recently that, uh, it's supposed to be the 12 days after Christmas. So that, that might be what it is. Maybe Jesus was born and then 12, and then 12 days, days later, the, the wise men showed up. Actually, that is exactly what I was reading. Is it? It is. Yeah. It marks the span of time between the birth of Christ and the coming of the Magi, three wise men. Oh shit. They had black mages. <laughs> but hold on. Let's talk about that. In my little kid head, it took, it, it was like Jesus was born and these wise men showed up on the same night, which seemed impossible. Now I'm reading this, that where it says it was 12 days from the, the birth to them showing up. And I was literally in church on Sunday when we were talking about how it was probably a lot longer. And it was probably a lot more than three people that showed up. But the, uh, the star that they follow and everything else, how it moved across the sky in different ways to kind of lead them towards Jesus. But anyways, we're getting off topic from that. <laughs> but that 12 days is quote unquote, what the, the time span from the birth to the days they showed up. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, it seems like a lot of Europeans celebrate the 12 days leading up to Christmas. Well, one of my favorites that I came across while researching this topic is the uh, Bell's Nickel. The Bell, Bell's Nipple? Bell's Nickel. Oh, I thought we were talking about Belle from Beauty and the Beast, her nipples. No. no. Um, not not Belle's nipples? Okay. Not, not tonight. Not tonight. Since you're not, y'all, I don't think y'all are familiar with uh, The Office, right? I'm familiar with its existence. I've seen a couple episodes, but honestly, I haven't watched a lot of it. Okay. So look at the link I sent you guys where it says Born to be a Belle Snickle. Mm-hmm. Let's watch that together real quick and, uh, and then tell me. Let's let's all say go on the Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get through the ad. Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> okay, ready whenever y'all are. I'm ready. <laughs> well the listeners have any idea what the fuck we were watching. Uh, we'll reference it and then we'll we'll post it on the uh the website. Perfect. Yeah. On the count of three. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Yeah, that's about the extent I know of Bell Snickle. So honestly, he seems very, very remarkably similar to uh, Farmhand. Yeah. Whatever the fuck his name was. A bum with a stick that beats oh, you? Rupert. Rupert. Yeah, they all, it's, it's all dirty old men with sacks of shit that beat kids. I mean, was that just the average man back then? Maybe. The dirty, carrying around shit in a sack, kidnapping and beating kids? I feel like. See, modern days you get put on a list. Back then, you can just beat kids. We used to get put on the on the list back then, just a uh, admirable or a or impish. Yeah, I'm just saying, kids didn't fucking pitch a fit back then. They knew they. I mean, they knew that either a I I go outside, I you know work on the farm, and I, I bust my ass, and I, I become an adult 15 years too soon. Um. Or I'm going to die. There is something that's going to eat me or something that is going to beat the shit out of me with a stick. 
Yeah, apparently he would knock on the door with a stick and get the kids to answer uh, answer questions or sing a song. Then he'd toss candy on the floor. But if the kids jumped too quickly, he might hit them with a stick. <laughs> it's all about just keeping the kids in line. Oh, and it's apparently still part of Pennsylvania Dutch tradition. Honestly, it sounded more exciting when I thought exciting when I thought we were talking about bells and nipples. <laughs> no, uh, I had my nipple pierced one time. I forgot about that. Yeah, never healed. Really? Yeah, people wanted to fucking keep hitting it, and it just uh, kept staying irritated. So once somebody knows you have a nipple ring, they think it's funny uh, to hit it or pinch it or you know various stuff like that. Yeah, I imagine it's hard to heal that way. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I kind of oh. fucked up, and I had a a hoop instead of just a bar. Um, so also, like a lot of dangling made it not heal well either. These bad choices all around. <laughs> I don't remember that. How old were uh, you? I was 18. We I think we were in college. Yeah, maybe I was 19. I don't know, 18 or 19. So you you still would have been in high school. Did you do that the same time I got yeah. my lip pierced? Or was that a different trip? Oh, man, that may have been the same time. No, wait, where'd you get your lip pierced at? Was it in Thibodeau or Homa? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, well, the place I went to, they don't exist anymore. It was that sketchy yeah. tattoo shop. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably where I got the mine. Pad. Yeah, the ink pad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think oh. they exist anymore. Well, uh, after Paco died, our cat, um, me and Brandy went actually go get paw print tattoos at a place nearby. And uh, it comes recommended highly. And I don't know, I it was not my type of place. And the guy was a huge douchebag. And I don't think I'll go back. Mm. Like, I'm sure he does good art. But, I mean, you got to be less of an asshole. Yeah, that's a tricky thing. Like, you can be great at it, but I mean, if you have no, like, whatever, you know, for lack of better words, bedside manner or anything like that, then people aren't going to want to go back to you because right. they're not enjoying the experience with you. Well, um, like he, he gave Brandy shit because she wanted to make the, the paw print smaller when he recommended it like four times as big as what we initially asked him for. And I'm like, dude, it's going to be permanently on our body. If we want it smaller, we're going to get it smaller. <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. No, uh, well, a good friend of mine here in, in the Houston area runs a tattoo shop. I mean, I've been there a few times. I mean, all of his artists are real fucking cool, real nice. I mean, they're very receptive to anything you tell them. So, yeah. 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 And I think as far as fucking up children goes, I think the most popular is that our boy Krampus. Oh, yeah. Who, who honestly, I know almost nothing about. <laughs> but if I had to guess, if you misbehave, he either hit you with a stick or uh, you know, stabbed you. I don't know. <laughs> now, actually, um, if I'm not mistaken, I need to look through my notes. But he's definitely the most demonic one. He basically is half goat, half demon. He's got a long ass tongue and horns. He visits naughty children and beats them with branches made of birch and drags them back to his lair to live with them forever. Um, He shows up on December 5th. And kids will either awaken to find their gifts or he beats them, kidnaps them, and later on eats them, apparently. <laughs> the rock star of Christmas. <laughs> well, he's apparently uh, uh, St. Nicholas's right-hand man. Okay, all these people are fucking St. Nicholas's right-hand man and they just hit kids. <laughs> like, St. Nicholas needs to choose better friends. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, this, this motherfucker looks bad. He, does, he looks cool, though. I think he's the coolest looking. He's not just like a dirty old man. He's definitely the coolest. This was definitely somebody's sleep paralysis demon. Oh, for sure. 
for sure. Oh, I want to go to one of these Krampus festivals because the I was reading the biggest one is in Austria. Um, or I think they said the biggest one was in Austria. It's a they the the two main places they do it is Austria and Munich. But there was over six hundred Krampuses last year. I think it's. Uh, I'm trying to find the same. Is it like a cosplay thing? Like they dress up? Yeah. Holy shit. I bet that's scary. Get on TikTok and look up Krampus Parade or just type in Krampus. I'm looking up uh, just pictures of Krampus right now. And that is not something I would want to see in the middle of the night. He is the Rob Zombie of Christmas. (laughs) Apparently there's a Krampus Fest in Laredo, Texas coming up in a couple of days. I don't know where that's at. Is that near you? I don't know. Texas is big. (laughs) Laredo should be in West Texas. That is, oh, that is, hold on. That's very Southwest. So, yeah, you're practically, that's on the border of Mexico. I thought it was a little higher up than that. I just Googled it too. I mean, it's more South than me. It's about a little less, a little more South than Corpus Christi, but on the, yeah, it it would be doable, but uh, I don't know if it'd be worth, no, it wouldn't be. Far enough. For some reason, I was thinking I was out there, there towards Fort Stockton, like way out there towards the Panhandle. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know, but they have some fucking awesome outfits for these Krampus festivals, though. There was a Krampus booth uh, last year. We went to this real big Christmas market in Chicago, and there was this Krampus booth. Uh, if I can find the pictures, I'll send them now. Man, with all the Mardi Gras parades over here, they should do a Krampus parade. That would be badass. That's what I'm saying. Like that, that definitely seems like something New Orleans am, could do. Absolutely. I am joining the crew of Krampus. I mean, honestly, like, well, you know what? This, this, you know, why this would never do well because of how demonic people would assume um, it is. And yes. it's so Catholic down here. That's a good point. I was saying the other. We went to the Christmas parade here a few weekends ago. Apparently, it's the biggest one in mid in like Middle Georgia. Or South Georgia, it's the parade had over thirty something floats. But I was making fun of it, and I said that I was going to petition the town to do a uh, the crew of Lost Cajuns because for some reason there's a lot of people from Louisiana here in Georgia. Really? Yeah. It, honestly, Houston too. Like people from Louisiana fucking hate living in Louisiana. It's just like, no, we're going to go somewhere else. I think it's partly that, but also we have such a rich oil field here. There's a lot of like transplants that come here and then live here a while and then they'll leave. Yeah. If you want to be the blue color in the oil field, I mean, the white color sides over where Jeremy's yeah. at. That's, that's true. Yeah. No, it's, and it's kind of like if you don't go fishing, and you don't work offshore, then why would you live in South Louisiana? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's actually my neighbor is uh, from New Orleans. And uh, not long ago, I was at my local donut shop that I like to go to, and a lady walked in wearing a Nickel State University alumni (laughs) shirt. And I was like, hey, you're a long way from home. And she just gave me a look like, don't fucking talk to me. (laughs) Okay, okay, yeah, I thought we were going to be, you know, besties for the day, but no, <laughs> she wasn't having none of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy that when I see people driving the same car as me, I wave and people <laughs> look at me stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I like I, I like having th- like just random things in common with complete strangers and calling it to their attention. And usually they're just like, no. Well, when we stayed in uh, New Mexico for a while, when we were traveling, our... Uh, 
I guess you'd call him our landlord. It's the guy that ran the the place with the cabins we were renting. And uh, I told him where we were from. He's like, oh, I've been down there. I've been, I've been to Homa. And I'm like, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Um, uh, Morgan City's like right next to it, right? And I'm just like, yeah. He's not full of shit. Like, this guy's actually been there. It's crazy how many random strangers know about Homa specifically. Like, what the fuck, man? It's not even, it's not even a good town. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it is the, like, the last town before you, like, it's the last major city before you hit the water. It, it's yeah, basically that's what, true. what people are talking about when they're talking about, uh, like, Cajun swamp people and shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, fucking, at a a coworker over here, she was from Lafayette. And she loved to talk about whatever Cajun culture. I'm like, I don't know, bitch. Like you're you're barely Cajun. Like I'll, I'll give Lafayette a pass, but like you got to be a little further east than that. Yeah, I mean, there's some down the bayou type of stuff out there, but I mean, you got to either be down like in the Homa area, or what is it? Uh, like Empire, like Venice, and all that. Oh yeah, the other bayou. Yeah, if you're not if you're not south of the intercoastal waterway, then don't 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 speak to me. Yeah, I was like, people always ask like, where are you from? And I will say like, you know, south of New Orleans. And they're like, there's something more south than New Orleans. Uh, not much, but yeah, it's there. I love, I love that I'm gatekeeping southern culture. Like my parents are fucking from Indiana and Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize Wisconsin. I knew Indiana. Yeah, well, my mom. Yeah, my mom's from Wisconsin. My dad's from Indiana. I kind of figured they were both from Indiana. Well, I mean, they both lived. They both lived in in Indiana growing up. But uh, my mom was born in Wisconsin. Lived there for a couple of years. Hannah's uh, dad was from Wisconsin. We actually went up there and uh, drove around. Her dad, you know, passed when she was younger, but we drove around. Her uh, grandmother described like the town. And everything, and we went to the town, saw the school he went to, and like all that stuff. It was pretty cool. That's cool. There's a place up there that it literally looks like a cheese, uh, like a castle, and it's literally just there because it's cheese. It's the cheese castle. <laughs> that, that place is cool as hell. Or, well, it's not called Cheese Castle. I'm sorry. It's called uh, Mars. I Mars, think. Mars Cheese Castle. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a big fan of cheese. As I get older, like, eh, I could do without. You're eating the wrong cheese. Man, I don't know. You gotta get some of that Wisconsin cheese. That, maybe Damn. so. Maybe, have, yeah, have maybe my... Tried, have you tried Munster cheese? Munster, no. It's, it's Munster's good on a... But it, it's best on like a uh, grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. I don't like the way it's spelled. I think there's a silent E in there or something. It, it's a sneaky E. <laughs> sneaky I was trying e. to quick Google some more Krampus and I'm like looking at this stuff. This dude is a badass. Cause like, he's not like, <laughs> so like the, 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 uh, if you go to the parade or the festival, like they don't give a shit. They're going to beat the hell out of you. Like half of these videos, there's these Krampuses running the streets with these like huge switches. And there's like literally beating the, the crowd. I guess it's like a, uh, what do you call it? Mosh pit. Yeah, I guess so. It's instead of the running of the bulls, it's like the running of the Krampus. Yeah, just walk around and just get hit by sticks all day. 
Like, this like what shows- if you're good though? Like if you're good, do you get hit by like do they know at the Krampus Festival? Do you need a do I need a t-shirt color that's like, look, I've been good, please don't hit me. <laughs> oh no, they don't care. You're getting fucked up. So everyone's bad at the at the Krampus like, Festival. I picture this. Do you remember? I think it was Borat <laughs> and they had the running of the Jews. They had these these giant costumes with the big heads. Oh yeah. That's that's what I'm picturing. Even though I don't think it's quite that, but Probably not as racist towards. Oh Jews. God, yeah. Or anti-Semit. I can't even pronounce the, the word. Semitic. Yeah. But seeing the video of these costumes, they are really cool. They do a good job on them. They really do. Are you on TikTok watching them? No, I'm on YouTube. Oh, I ain't got that kind of time. I ain't nobody got time for that. I do. I the farthest I go is Google Images. I don't. I don't go beyond that. Well, I do a Google search, but I go to the video tab, and then it brings me to YouTube. So yeah, Krampus. Krampus was there to solely fuck you up. He had no other mission. If if you were good, did he do anything, or did he just only just or did he just beat every kid he found? Um. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So he was he was Saint Nick's right hand man, right? So Saint Nick gave out the good shit while Krampus was back there menacingly, like threatening, like, "Yeah, bitch, you're getting this stick if you're bad next year." <laughs> Why birch? Is it just because that's whatever? Because it smells good. I, th- I thought that was cedar. I know cedar smells no, good. No. I never smelled birch. That's like my favorite candle. Hannah buys uh, white birch candles for me because that's my favorite. I wonder if just because birch trees are native to wherever these, you know, actually it seems like birch is pretty well grown around the world. I don't know. Maybe it's his way of calling everybody a birch. Yeah. <laughs> Use a birch. Give me a little birch. Beat the shit out of you. I wouldn't have thought it was possible, but I've now been scrolling on TikTok enough to find out that there are also sexy Krampuses. Now we have sexy everything. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess if you're a horny female, you can turn anything into a sexy outfit. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there's like a like you know how like there's like rule 34. I think it's or 32 or 34 for anything on the internet can basically like there's porn of it. If it exists, there's porn of it that exists. Like is, <laughs> is there a term for that? For like, if something exists, there's a sexy Halloween costume of it. I think it's the same thing. Same rule. Mm. So apparently uh, the night that Krampus comes has a specific name and I just sent it to y'all. Jonathan, go ahead and try to read it. Mm, oh, I'm trying to get it up now. Uh, oh, I, did you spell it right? <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> that's that's no, that's easy. That's Krampus Snatch. Krampus Krampus Snatch. Oh, don't watch how you say that. Krampus. That's the Krampus going to the cute room. Going <laughs> to the cute room with his Krampus Snatch. Brown chicken, brown cow. Uh, yeah, it's, no, it's apparently German <laughs> for Krampus Night. Snatch's Night Snatch. But it would be uh, the evening of December 5th. Good thing I don't oh, gosh. plan to be German. Hold on. So this... I guess we were all behaved because we didn't get the shit beat out of us on the 6th. Uh, we were just spoiled. Let's see. What does this work? Click this link. And listen, this sexy man, this this guy's voice, he's at the cute room in the hospital. And he's going to teach you how to pronounce that word. <laughs> That's not, who who did that sound? Krampusnacht. <laughs> Krampusnacht. 
Rambo-Stadt. <lacht> you can say it's Krampuschnack all you want, but it looks like Krampus's Snatch. <lacht> oh, he snatched up kids and beat them with sticks, so it still works. He eats, eats them or takes them to hell. I mean, do you think Gene Simmons is Krampus? Hmm. He doesn't have horns, but he has a big tongue. He does. Maybe he's maybe he sawed his uh, horns off. Maybe. Or he only lets you see what he wants you to see. Oh. Well, do y'all have any other uh, Christmassy whatever you want to call these cryptids? I guess I'm out. Um, I'm done. Oh, I got no more. There was, <laughs> there was something we didn't talk about. One of them. That that one was lame. Oh, is it lame? Which I have one? no idea. There's Krampus, Bell's Nipple. Take Bell's Nipple. Um, <laughs> the Bitch Who Ate Kids. The, did we talk about Per Perchta? Yeah, we yep. did. Yeah, we did. She, yep. Um, Grilla. Yep, she's the one with the, all the lads. I think that might be my favorite one because she's got all her dwarves. Kenneth Rupert. Kenneth Rupert. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, far, Farman <laughs> Rupert. We talked about it. It was the first person. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just reading off of this list of the, these five. So, but I am curious, you know me, um, is there more from around the world? Oh, yeah, I'm sure there are. Um, but that's, that's the other ones I'm talking about right now. Oh, um, unrelated to that, but still related to Christmas. I think there's a Christmas movie coming out where it's like an action movie where Santa Claus like saves this fucking family or something. Is it the one with uh, uh, David Harbour in it? Yeah. Yeah, that looks awesome. We have Violent Night. Is that what it's called? Violent Night. Yep, that's what I'm it's called. Curious to see that. Um, what's it rated? I probably can't bring my kid to it. Um, it's only R. Only R. My kid's seven, so that's fine, right? Sinterklaas. Yeah, so. There's Sinterklaas and Black Peter. Black um, Peter. Yeah, that comes from France. I was really hoping there'd be something Asian, just because. What the fuck is Black Peter? Why does it look racist as hell? The Czech Republic has Christkind. Christkind? I think it, I think that's how it's pronounced. I've heard this word. It's something wrong. They don't pronounce it Christ. It's Christ, I think. Kind. Uh, there's Bell's, no, Bell's nipples. <laughs> oh, crampy ass. See, you know why? Why they don't have any Asian traditions like this? Because Asian kids are good. <laughs> they don't need to be beat with sticks. You know, you might be right. All this. Hunter Klaus. Hoof. Did Pete. There's a cool Pete. Cool Pete. Pierre Futard. <clears throat> well, seriously, it's, it's only like the fucking Europeans that hate their kids enough to <laughs> beat them on Christmas. Well, it's funny because I'm, I'm going through this list on Google. And I see a few racist ones that I'm not going to say. Um, but then there's Beelzebub, Mickey Mouse, and Pete. And I'm like, well, where does this come in, in this list? Those, those don't go. Holy what? shit. The, the, the Wikipedia picture for Black Pete looks incredibly racist. Oh, yeah. that That's why I saw it. And I was like, Ugh. wow. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, I think it's just a white dude with black face and red lips in a Renaissance outfit. That's Black Pete. That's 
that's I don't like this tradition. Yeah. It's only Europeans, like you were saying. Yeah. I don't it's know. Terrible. What's up with Vikings, that? Anna? Also, also, let's be real. Isn't um, Christmas a Christian holiday, which, <laughs> you know, uh, feudal Japan wouldn't have been celebrating? Well, I would argue that these probably, all these things we just read about probably weren't Christian. That's true. Really. That's true. And honestly, I feel like all all countries have traditions around that time of the year simply because of whatever harvests and yeah. you know, seasonal change and stuff like that. Also, they don't want their kids being little assholes. And yeah. on next year's holiday special, we dive into, is Santa truly Odin? Oh. I just ran across that. Yeah. Santa and Odin, Christmas versus Yule. Is Santa secretly a Viking? Odin, the alter, alternative gift giver. Huh. This is actually kind of an interesting... Well, you have a year to learn about it. Yes. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Tune in a year from now. Tune in in a year. I actually well, do hope we can say that. I hope everyone's here listening in a year from now and we've all grown this little community and thought tank in, into something where we can actually, I don't know, get you guys to email us and talk to us more and we need your stories. That way we can expand on them. Yeah, well, that's the goal It is have, you know, what is this? Um, audio, you know, files of everyone else talking about this stuff so I don't have to talk anymore, you know? <laughs> and I can just listen to your stories. We'll never be coast to coast, but we will be, mm, I don't know, Gulf Coast maybe. <laughs> we are all up in that Gulf Coast region, yeah. Gulf to Gulf. Gulf to Gulf. <laughs> You know, that Gulf Coast to that Atlant Atlanta coast. My kid the other day, I don't remember which one it was, said, well, there's this, the Pacific Ocean and the Atlanta Ocean. <laughs> Close. Yeah, he almost got it. Well, I just want to give a shout out to Brandy, who's been doing a great job adding all kind of shit to our website. Yes, our as as the, the youth say, it is lit and <laughs> fire... 100 no cap. I think, I think you're you're behind. And I think I'm using, I'm using some of those words correctly, maybe. I think it's bussin' now. Or oh, is that bussin'. 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 Is that, a, is that, that the new one? Bussin'. No We're cap. We're too old. Yeah, it's... I ser No, seriously, this 24-year-old kid of the office, I I understand half of what he says. <laughs> um, he he taught me a new word. You can... You know what? I want you to bleep this word out. Uh... <laughs> He, he called it a bussy. Oh, God. And it's just a male butthole. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew that one, actually. I, where how, how, Where do you hear this word? <laughs> Internet. Anyway, so if you want to check out our website, it's uh, strangewoodspodcast.com. It looks awesome. It's an awesome website. It's yeah, full of it. me talking. <laughs> hey, um, it, it does look legit from all her hard work. So, I mean... Yeah, it looks good. I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, she's doing a good job. Like Peter said, shout out to Brandy. We, I, I appreciate it. I mean, we all appreciate it. Thank you for the hard work. And she'll probably end up doing our social media crap too because we're all too lazy too. Yeah, you're, you're 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 lucky that you got me on the hook for like an hour and a half every couple of weeks to talk. <laughs> you can't expect anything else. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to help support the podcast. Please share it with your friends, follow us on social media, leave a rating and review. And if you want to 
be a guest on a future episode, email us a sound file or a story. Yeah, and more importantly, if you send a story through text, let us know which one of us you wanted to read. I vote Jonathan. If it's got big words, do not vote for me. No, it's definitely going to be Jonathan if it's got big words. No, one syllable words. That's my match. (laughs) Yeah, send a one syllable word story, please. (laughs) You know what? That's a challenge. Let's do that. Somebody send us a one syllable story. Eek. (laughs) That's it. That's the story. (laughs) 